0: love yourself strive for progress not perfection know your worth then at tax make an income while making an impact doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will visualize your higher self and start showing up as that level up And welcome back to a brand new episode of Level Up with Lou. Happy New Year, guys! I hope you had a wonderful Christmas with your families, and I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves, ate loads, watched the silly movies, and just had a festive time. I'm glad to be back with a brand new episode for this new year, guys. Today, we are celebrating our second birthday. Level Up with Lou is two years old today, so I just wanted to say a massive thank you to each and every one of you for supporting the podcast these past two years you know it's been an amazing journey for me so far and I'm glad and excited to see where this journey goes and you know continue leveling up in all areas of life I'm back 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 with a very 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 special guest he (laughs) Anthony is someone who like honestly like from the first time we spoke, I just felt like he's someone who was very passionate about personal growth, um, adulting, um, passionate about the journey and, you know, learning along the way. So I thought it'd be really, really good to have him on this episode um, and to talk about a bit about adulthood and his experiences and just the lessons that he's learned along the way. So would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Hi, everyone. Uh, thanks, Lou, for that introduction. Had my blushing behind the mic and that. <laughs> um, but yeah, besides that, uh, yeah, my name's Anthony, uh, creator of the podcast. I don't know T podcast. Um, hey. I s- yeah, you don't know. I started podcasting in February. I've dropped three seasons already. Um, wow. and the last one finished in November and hopefully by God's grace, we'll be back for season four in the new year. So, um, a bit about myself, um, similar to Lou, I work in the healthcare industry Um, I'm doing a master's part-time whilst working full-time, um, in the healthcare industry. And in a couple of years time, I'm going to become a clinical scientist. That's the plan, um, in cardiac ultrasound. So yeah, if you ever have chest pain, follow at your boy. (laughs) Um, yeah, but like Lou said, you know, one reason why, thankfully I'm probably will get into this, um, I've been consistent with podcasting and other things around that is because I just really, I see the value in investing in myself. I see the value in seeing how I can Im- improve, knowing that, okay, no man is an island, so I can connect with people. Um, and that within itself has been a journey from um, dealing with rejection, from dealing from kind of developing new skills, et cetera, and yeah, just balancing all of these things along the way. So yeah, um this episode should be really good.
0: Thank you, thank you so much for coming on. Um, can I just say, let's just give a round of applause. I'm just gonna clap for you for the consistency. Thank you're you,
1: doing,
0: honestly, honestly, that's one thing I like appreciate, and I've noticed about what you're doing. You know, you go hard, and you're consistent at it, and. I know podcasts, especially when you first start, is not an easy thing to do. It's something that, you know, it takes time to build. Um, it takes time to network. But honestly, even like seeing the type of guests you've been having on, has just been so inspiring and so motivating. Um, so like with your like guests and stuff that you've been having on, how, how have you found your guests, people that you know, people that you've just, you know, reached out to?
1: Well, um, that within itself, you're going to see how kind of what I've done for podcasting has kind of helped me with podcasting so with for example guests initially when I started I just looked around me and said okay who are the people that I value and who are the people that I know that once we have a conversation other people will be able to relate and take things from it so my first guest was my mum my mum someone in my life that I always listen to I always try to um we have discussions about And it's probably one of the reasons why I am who I am type of thing. Um, So it it, it was her, it was my family. I have three sisters. I've had one or two of them. I've had two of them on. In fact, Um, my friends, my friends from university. Beyond that, when I started to grow and think, okay, who else can I reach out to? Um, I remembered something from a book that I read, which was talking about utilizing loose ties. And by that, it means that if you think of your immediate circle, if I f- think about, okay, my, uh, close friends or acquaintances, I know them and that's okay, but I w- would be able to use their network as well as my own. So yeah. I can contact somebody I know through somebody else and say, oh, I know you from this. I follow what you do. This is what I'm doing. Let's connect. And that's mm. what I've managed to do or what I, what I managed to do for season three when I was getting on people that five, six years ago, I was at college just watching their YouTube content, whether that be, um, uh, Emmanuel from team Sodjwell, um, who was a kind of part of a big couple, black couple back in the day on YouTube, just talking about their lives, etc. Um, people were featured on other podcasts or you know Nomics that was on 90s babies um, and he's creating a lane of himself in terms of um, finance and things like that all these people that I have spent years just actually engaging with their content as just a consumer using the kind of method of loose ties I was able to connect and reach out to them and be consistent um, so yeah it was a gem that I got from uh, one of the books that I read
0: that's really amazing. It's just good to see how resourceful <laughs> Is that you?
1: Oh uh, no, sorry. That that's my that's my area, man. It's it's crazy. I think someone's a bit upset that we're in tier 4, but yeah, carry on.
0: Oh, can you imagine? Now I'm upset as well. But I was going to say it's just like a testament to how resourceful you are and how you've honestly just taken, you know, podcasting by its reins and made the most out of it. So yeah, like, honestly, really, really proud of you. Oh, um, no, thank
1: you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. How have you been? Because I know it's honestly been like a tough year, and you haven't really had much time to catch up and stuff. Yeah. So how have you
1: how have I been? Wow, man that that should be. That, that can be a whole movie. That can be a whole movie <laughs> that I could direct right now. Just give me a paper and pen and I can I can write a script. How have I been? I've been in... Um, well, I'll start off with how um, 2020 was supposed to kind of run and then I'll bring it back to currently now. So 2020, past cross- crossover service and my, I had big plans. Plans for the podcast, plans for my career, etc. cetera. Um, a couple of them I've I've achieved and done very well. For example, starting my, my master's program, etc. Um, blah, blah, blah. But once the cor- coronavirus hit, that was kind of like for me, a um it pushed me into a space that maybe I the coronavirus and kind of podcasting pushed me in a space where. I may have i may have been in five to six years time in terms of mm-hmm. one everything I'm learning and two um the kind of exponential growth I've experienced between mm-hmm. um February and now December I've not only kind of started um, a new a new position or a new degree I've also mo- moved out as well I've also the kind of Change my relationships within my my circle um, as a result of my own personal growth, becoming more truthful with myself, more honest with myself, more transparent with myself and the people around me. Um, So yeah, that has caused dramatic change in all facets of life from, um, you know, where I am in terms of when I wake up to um, the discussions I now have with the people that are close to me, to the people that I actually love um so yeah it's been a whirlwind it's been a crazy experience but every day you know before i i kind of shut down for the day i just reflecting i'm just thankful that i have these few things that i can say that look i've completed this today this was um a vision um moving out and uh getting onto the property ladder and starting renting which i'm doing now these were all visions these were all things that i was i was praying for when i was jogging i would i would envision being in the place that i am now despite things being the way they are with uh, the coronavirus etc um, and the restrictions it has on our, on our lives so I always just try to be thankful and grateful that okay there's been times in, in this year that I've that I've fallen but I haven't been I haven't been down and out there's always been a way God's always pro- provided me a way to stand back up and keep going or if I can't stand I'm gonna crawl if I can't crawl I don't know I'm, I'm gonna do I'm I'm gonna I'm slide but I'm gonna move forward so that's why when people ask how you are you know I can only say in my mind, you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to still be here still moving forward. And at the end of the day, um, I'm happy and I'm committed to my journey of happiness, you know?
0: Yeah. That's honestly so amazing. And it's honestly great, um, to hear as well that you've, you know, come onto the property ladder and you're renting and you're just doing more things that you know you've wanted to do at a quicker pace um I would say because obviously you said you talked about you know renting and you know just becoming more of the person you've always wanted to be how have you found in this like period of time um doing all these adulting things you've always wanted to do how have you found it
1: um I found that on one side, thankfully, it's like my this my podcasts have prepared me for the life experiences that I've had to encounter to a certain extent. What I didn't know at the time at first when I started podcasting, I thought, okay, this is gonna be me my relationship with the audience. I'm simply just sharing things that i'm I've done or I'm doing or my perspectives on life and kind of giving it to the audience at that time when I was starting, I didn't understand that as a result of me giving to my audience, I'm going to be giving to my future self. So -hmm. when it came to the time that, oh, I actually need to improve my personal finance. I was referring back to the things that um, I was speaking to uh, about on um, certain episodes with the guests that I had um, from budgeting or, Being how to be flexible with a budget, setting long-term goals, actual practical goals, um, and make myself accountable. Beyond that, I didn't know that when it came to when we spoke about um, on on a few episodes, dating and relationships and uh, love languages and all these things. When I when I my my reading became. Kind of practice. When I was reading um, *Love Languages* by Gary Chapman, I didn't know at the time that okay, I'm actually going to be in situations where I'm going to bring this stuff to life, and I'm going to have to apply. And application sometimes it's not always a thing that we can prepare for. It's just we have Mm -hmm. the knowledge, and we just have to make the best decision in the in, in the event that we're in. So that's how that's what adulting has looked like for me. It's been challenging, but at all at all stages. I just, I'm thankful because I know in this period is very, this is period, a lot of people, they've lost jobs, they've lost family members. Um, but I'm still out here. Um, I know kind of friends or friends or family members or family members that are not here anymore, but I still have opportunity to move forward. I still have an opportunity to bring my family along and, and do all these things. So, um yeah I, I don't know it's definitely been an eye-opener but um I'm just happy that I have the opportunity to do it you know
0: yeah no I hear that I hear that and honestly when you're talking about um applying what you've learned and you know going back to your content to you know see things that you could gain from it I honestly could really relate to that as well um and especially today as well because I was like listening to an a podcast episode um where they were talking about um making the most out of personal growth and not just using the resource I mean not just ignoring the resources um that you use um but not just ignoring the resources that you learn from but actually using them practically in your lives and I feel like sometimes your personal growth it can just be a thing where you're just reading all these books watching all this um documentaries or whatever or these videos or you could be listening to all these podcasts but you're not actually using it you're not actually gaining from it. you're not actually making it applicable to your life Um, and rather than just like just all the time just consuming things make it applicable for yourself and you know try to make it something that you know you make the most out of it like make it something that you you can gain from um so yeah I think it's honestly just really really important and I I, I like the fact that you said that as well um that even your own content and when you pro- when you produce content you're not just producing content for everyone else but it's also impacting your life and it's also helping you you know to be the best version of yourself and you know helping you on your journey with adult adulting as well so guys, in this episode I wanted to talk about adulting and the lessons we've learned from adulting. Um things we wish we knew before becoming adults. Um and things, you know, our parents used to do that we didn't understand at the time, but now we understand um as being adults. So I guess my first question for you. I know you love this is I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna, I'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna do what you always do to everyone else uh
1: I love you I love you I love
0: you <laughs> so Anthony has this question he always loves to ask everyone that comes on this episode
1: hey, I think I need to retire the question now
0: <laughs> so i'm gonna ask you your own favorite question uh-huh. um when did you <laughs> are you ready for it yeah I'm ready I'm ready <laughs> so when was the first time you realized you were an adult
1: hmm. The first time I realized I was an adult, this is, I'm going to get very deep. So um, yeah, hold on to whatever's holding, what you need to hold on to. The first time I realized (laughs) I I was an adult was when I was, I think I was like 15 or 16. Um, Probably I realized before then, but this is the one that I still remember. Um, So I'll break it down. Um, I was on my way back from school. Um, this time, probably in year ten or eleven or whatever. Getting the bus back, um, waiting at the bus stop, and I get a phone call from my dad saying, um, "Go check your mum." Doesn't he wouldn't send me text message? He would he would just call my phone? I'll see a missed call because I always put my phone on silent. But then I'll call him back and then we'll speak. He will never send me a text because is, that's weird. That's like my dad trying to message me on Snapchat or something like that. Like, yo, bro, it's like, it's weird. It's out of character. So I, so I knew <laughs> straight away something was up. So, okay, cool. I got home. Um, well, I was on my way home, opened the door, and then I heard my mom crying upstairs. Um, so I, I ran upstairs. Our living room then was on the first floor. And then I just saw my mom crying on the floor, like in tears and you know, you know, in a very sticky situation. Two twos now. Um, my auntie comes in and I've you know, it's been brought to my attention that my uncle has passed away. Uh, my uncle in Nigeria. Um, so I when I say that was the first time I realized I was an adult, from then moving forward. My reality changed in terms of Anthony. His position in the family is no longer a kid. Anthony now has a, a greater responsibility to look after his family, uh, to look after his siblings, to be a beacon of not just support but a beacon of knowledge. So, mm. from that point onwards, there's been many other things, of course, getting jobs, etc., but that was something that changed something internally in me in, in terms of how I now kind of, how I interact with, with the world, how Anthony interacts with the world changed because my outlook changed that, okay, look, people that are, are that are around you all the time, uh, are, any moment, they may not be here anymore. Um, yeah. so the, my value or concept of time, um, uh, friendship, people, my responsibility changed accordingly, very dramatically. Um, so yeah, and it kind of propelled me into actually um, a level of maturity that didn't match my age to the extent now that even to this day, when people meet me or um, I, I just got Clubhouse yesterday, for example, I'm trying to network on there. People haven't even met me yet, but they can hear my voice and they say that oh, I, I have a certain level of maturity uh, beyond my years. Um, so yeah, that 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 was kind of like the major event that's kind of propelled me into adulthood.
0: Wow. Um, I think for me, I would say <laughs> I don't think I have one like specific um time when I felt oh yeah, I'm an adult now. Um, because obviously, I uh, you probably know it. Um, if you're like the oldest child and the oldest female child in an African household, yeah, the responsibility is from madness. birth. From honestly, literally, I was cooking from the womb. Like, One second
1: back- out the womb, frying that plantain <laughs> already. <laughs>
0: Literally, oh no, honestly, like, if, you, if I if I tell you guys, literally, I was taking my sisters to school, I was responsible for making sure that when they came home, there was food on the table, like, mm. I was, I've been, I've been on that, this is, like, when I was in, like, um secondary school, so I was probably, like, 11, 12 years old, do you know what I mean? So I've yeah. always kind of had some level of responsibility. How many siblings
1: do you have? I, I don't got, really
0: know. I've got two sisters, so they're oh, both younger.
1: Okay. Are yeah, they way, one, way younger?
0: Um, one is four years younger, and the other six years younger. Okay, so okay. There's a bit of a difference. Um, <laughs> but yeah, honestly, like growing up, I'll say it wasn't easy being the oldest and the oldest female as well. Um, but like I said, when I one of the times I realized that I was becoming an adult, or you know, I felt quite growing up. I'd say is when I moved back to England to study nursing. Um, I know that's not because I was probably an adult by that point, And I probably, you know, had other experiences, but it really, really just sticks in my mind because the level of independence, being in a country all on your own, the level of growth that I experienced that first year, um, I have never actually experienced anything like it in my whole life. Um, mm. It was honestly, I'll say for me is a very, very scary experience because you don't, it's not like you have your parents to fall back on, you know, like you can make your own decisions. You know, you, you, if you don't want to study, you don't have to study. If you don't want to go to uni, um, uni, you don't have to go to uni. But it's that level of like responsibility and level of independence for me was just a lot at that point. Um, but I'll say it definitely made me a lot more, you know, focused a lot more um mature and I also it helped me to decide like really what I wanted you know to do in my life and, and who I wanted to be because you didn't have that like, your parents to fall back on so yeah mm-hmm. I'll say when I remember this is like a picture when I try to I at a picture I just laugh my head off like um the picture literally before like I got on the flight to come over back to England um, with my mom and my sisters and little did I know that my life was going to change,
1: change
0: mm. for good and who knew what I was coming into like honestly the like last day of I childhood was... <laughs> literally and just even like I'll say the whole experience of you know studying nursing and you know going through a, a nursing school was just a lot so yeah that's when I would say I felt the most adult like and yeah it just felt like a really propelling time for me um yeah so I've for me I just think I don't know I feel like (laughs) adulting has been like a roller coaster I don't know if you can relate with that where like when you feel like you're figuring out you're getting there and then something just happens and it just
1: goes and just knocks you on your head and you're like wait where did that come from
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly honestly (laughs) like you never you never quite feel like you're you know okay like because like the minute you start to feel okay something else starts to creep up and you know makes you feel unstable again but I'm just so honestly glad for my journey and the people I've met along the way um talking about our journey and you know adulting what are some things that you wish you knew before you became an adult Hmm.
1: well first of all I wrote that transition um second of all um Something that I wish I knew before all of this. Hmm. Well, this is something I knew before, but it will lead into it anyway. When people around me um, would always say, save, 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 save. I I understood that, but nobody ever told me or sat down with me and said, okay, you're saving. Now this is how you invest. Mm. This is how you should have um, a certain amount that you should have for an emergency fund. So that should be cash because in life, like you've just spoken about roller coaster things are gonna happen and these things sometimes can cost money. So have um, an emergency fund, some money in cash, easy access. Beyond that, you wanna be focused on investments what find out what your risk appetite is first of all and and then take action even before that, understand that investing starts with investing in yourself um and I didn't realize then that what I was doing was an investment from the times where I had to turn down uh, parties, I had to turn down link-ups, I had to turn down these things. And a lot of those things did bring kind of, um, it was like disheartening. And I'm still learning to, to a certain extent, forgive myself for the decisions I've made, etc. But if I knew then that all those little, little things I would, I was doing were gonna be as a tangible investment as investing in the stock market and these things I probably would have been a bit easier on myself and uh, a bit more forgiving um it's clear now that okay investing is investing in yourself of course um off the podcast we speak about how we want to improve our you know the podcast audio and, and all these type of things um whether we're throwing money on these things or not is an investment because we're investing in ourselves and what we want to do and we see value in ourselves um so that's one thing that I would say that I didn't really understand um too well um compared to now mm.
0: That's a very, very fair point you've made. Um, I would say for me, I do completely agree with what you said. Um, like managing finances wasn't something I was taught when I was growing up. But one thing my mum did do is the um, book by Robert Kiyosaki, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. She did make me read that when I was younger. So I am grateful for that. At least she, you know, she gave me something.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she read it. But I, I, think,
0: <laughs> no. but I was going to say like, I think, part of the problem especially with um people I don't know if I don't know how your parents are your parents did your parents come from Nigeria or did they grow up here like how was their journey
1: um so their journeys again that's something that um again this is a uh, exclusive I had have had my mom on the podcast I'm yet to have my dad on um that's something that I do want to do in the future um but their experiences are, are very unique um one, my mum was actually born here um, mm. and then she spent some time here as a child. Then she went back to Nigeria Whereas my dad was born in Nigeria. And um, after working for the government there for a little bit, he then came to the UK um, um, after meeting my mum, of course. And then my mum came and then they settled here and then had had all of us and we started to build from there.
0: Yeah. So I can completely relate with that because similarly my mom was born here, lived a few years here cuz her parents worked here, and then they moved back to Nigeria and then she moved back when she was a bit older to England. Um but she met my dad in Nigeria. My dad grew up in Nigeria as well. Um but with that I've no one thing I've noticed, I don't know whether it's just m- something that's like my feelings or my thoughts that I'm projecting on everyone else, but I've just always felt like the, um, is it, I, don't, is it, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know what to call it, like the first, the, um, you know, like the first generation, um, the first generation parents, is it parents or, I don't know if you understand what I'm coming from.
1: Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I'm understanding, I'm understanding. Are
0: we? I, I'm trying to figure out, are we, is it us that's first generation or is it our parents? Guys, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out.
1: Well, there's a there's an argument to that, but if it's from the perspective of being brought up here from a child, then you can say that we're first generation.
0: Okay. So let's go with, yeah, let's go with us being the first generation. What I've noticed is that a lot of like our parents, um, they, when they come to England or America or wherever they emigrate to the, the kind of the focus is more on surviving and, 100. Trying to assimilate and trying to uh just work and be part of society. Put your head
1: down, don't get in trouble. Literally. Face exactly. your front, read your book, exactly. <laughs> make money, honestly. and
0: that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm honestly, I'm, I, I'm glad you kind of understand where I'm coming from because I just always felt like that was like what I was, what was drilled into me, what I was thought to um what to do when I was growing up um but with that then my finances in terms of like learning about money and all that stuff I don't feel like there was enough focus on that um I don't feel like I feel like I was just kind of growing up the the, the me- mentality the ideology that my parents had was um you kind of just work um to pay your bills and you know and live a comfortable life and stuff and if let's be honest to me as a person like I that didn't that didn't sound like fun to me that didn't sound like something I wanted to do I didn't just want to just work just to pay bills yeah, and it just doesn't work.
1: sound lit as a child it doesn't just sound have
0: lit one- enough. Exactly. Just to have one, two holidays here and there. And yeah. I think for my mom, so because my mom, now she's quite, ent- um, ent- I can't really say this word. I'm really Entrepreneurial.
1: Bad,
0: That's it. My mom is quite entrepreneurial. She's very hardworking. Um, she honestly was someone that just invested a lot into her um, learning and understanding about you know money and business and you know working as an she's also a nurse as well so she honestly just spent a lot of time you know studying to become a nurse and um just trying to grow herself and you know get get into property and all that stuff so just seeing her journey and seeing her experience uh experiences from coming from someone that like who you know just thought you know we just kind of just work to live and that's it um to then working so that you can build something you know amazing for your future build a legacy you know working for yourself because at the end of the day like there's only so much you're going to earn working for someone else but working for yourself you know following your passions um she's someone that just shown me that there's more to life than just paying bills going on one two holidays do you know what i mean like um yeah, she just really, really inspired me with that. Um, And with that, I just kind of just wish that that like light bulb moment had happened a lot earlier because I feel like a lot of mistakes I ended up making, especially I'll say maybe in uni as well, was as a result of my lack of education, you know, growing up about finances. And that is why I really appreciate like platforms like the Penny Pal Um, The Break Platform, Pennies to Pounds Podcast, Making Money Simple. All of these people, like, I really appreciate their platforms because they make things that, you know, might seem difficult to the average person. They make it a lot easier to digest. Um, So, yeah, that's something I definitely learned, you know, growing up. Is there another thing you would say for you that you've learned um, Um, that you wish you kind of knew?
1: hmm. I'm trying to think something back then that I wish I knew now I would say this is something quite fresh um, so I can be transparent enough to say that back then I wouldn't I didn't understand that as you grow okay as you're investing in yourself as you're becoming a better version of yourself, the relationships around you, are going to change mm. and that change. <laughs> and funny enough, this is something that we spoke about when you came on, on my podcast and we we're speaking about th- these friendships. So it's kind of sick that okay, I can talk about this now, but anyways, like these, when you glow up, when you grow or whatever, and I can only speak as a, as a guy, as a young man, that your friendships will change. Um, often I've been having so many conversations with my friends or my, um, my people, uh, and about this, and I always use this analogy for me self improvement, um, growth, all of this is kind of been like a like a, a, a like a fire energy of like fire. And, it, and if you understand what fire is as an element, you understand that something when you put something in fire, depending on what that thing is, what that thing is made out of, some things will be able to withstand the fire, and other things won't be able to withstand the fire. So when I take it back to okay, my growth and the things I'm learning from how to be honest as um, in my in my friendships, uh, relationships that are romantic or platonic, um, but my own personal finance, all all this growth essentially, the relationships I have with people that weren't built upon those things, they can't withstand this this new fire of growth that um, yeah. that I'm in now, and that's. That's a process that it takes time to comprehend. That's a process Mm -hmm. which may take time to actually grieve because what's happening as you evolve, you have to deal with change. You're not always going to like the change that you're going to experience. And neither if, again, you're not the only person in that um, relationship or friendship, other people are going to have to grieve that in whatever way that they're going to. And you can't control that. You can only control yourself, how you move forward, how you navigate and how you deal with change. You're not responsible for other people's feelings. You're only responsible for how you move and your own actions. So that's something that I would say that, okay, within 2020, that's something that, again, this um, the podcast, coronavirus and other things have propelled me um, to actually learn and actually experience. Um, so, yeah, that's been a big thing for me
0: yeah no I completely understand where you're coming from um because I just always as someone just growing up I've just always been someone that I want to maintain my friendships you know I want to just have like friends for like a long time but I've realized that not every friendship is you know for a whole lifetime some of them are just for a season some of them are just for a period of purpose and I just feel like if let's be honest all these like um friendships that are not motivating you they're not growing you they don't add value to your life they're wasting your time let's be honest let's be honest (laughs) let's be honest these friendships will not get you but to where you need to get to you know Mm. I always say like people that you're surrounded around are the people that are going to motivate you the most people that are going to inspire you the most people people that are going to encourage you the most and if these people are not on the same wavelength as you then they can either you know they, they're probably going to bring you down with them. They're not going. They're not going to help you to advance. Like you don't want to be sitting with a group of people and be the smartest person or you know the the most accomplished person. You know you want your whole team to be doing or you want your whole team to be bossing up
1: to be making moves. You see what I mean? If you're a boss babe, you want to be surrounded by boss babes. You know, birds of a feather. You know,
0: together, hey.
1: <laughs> that's a terminology that my sister uses. She always says, "Oh yeah, boss babe, I'm a boss babe, I'm a busy babe." So if she's a busy babe, I'm sure that she's around other busy babes that are exactly. doing what busy babes do in it. So yeah, exactly. if it's for the random listening, like if you're a guy and you're trying to pattern your young king or whatever, you should be really around a young king. That's something that, that I've had to do. Again, being transparent. Um, let's say with, with my faith and things like that. Um, I came to a realization, again, within this change, this process that I've spoken about, there's not a lot of, I realized I, I, I'm a unicorn. How can I be the only person that is at this certain level with my faith and um, I'm a Christian, but um, the people that I have around me, even the, the guys, they're not on the same chapter of their faith as, as I am. That, that can't be a, a beneficial thing in the business yeah. world when they say um, if you're the if you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room I'm no I'm mm-hmm. by no means the smartest when it comes to my 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 faith that that's a false equivalence but I'm saying that I've had to take actions to actually put myself in those situations that okay I'm actually building uh, the communities that I want to. Um, This year, again, um, another blessing, I joined a men's ministry called uh, 412 Men. Every Monday, they get together and we discuss different things. From, um, again, the things that I've spoken about, it could be about your relationships, it can be about you know, your relationship with God or saying yes to God, saying no to other things. Um, next season they're coming back and they're going to be talking about, okay, we as young men, how do we deal with, um, our relationship with money and things like that? And that has been a blessing because now I'm in a community, now I'm actually, um, communicating with people that are on the same wavelength, they have similar objectives to get closer to God. So again, on on top of what I said earlier, that's another thing um, that I'm learning as well.
0: That's really good. Um, I think for me, something I wish I knew before becoming an adult um, was that it's not my job to look after people and take care of others. Like, (laughs) I think like, you know, I was talking about earlier about, you know, being the firstborn and being the firstborn female in my household um I've just always been looking after everyone um I just always felt was my responsibility that you know as long as everyone else is okay it's fine um but one thing I've quickly realized as an adult that you need to kind of put yourself first and putting yourself first is not selfish it's actually important especially during this period of time where you don't have any children you don't have um you know like you may have like you know partners and stuff but you don't have like a significant relationship such as marriage whereby you kind of have to devote yourself to someone else and to be selfless in your niece. this, this is like the, the this is like the main time in my life where I will have to do the things I want to do to pursue my dreams to spend time on myself and you know I've just quickly realized that you know I need to invest in myself and you know look after myself and you know even with other people as well um not to let other people's issues and worries you know you know trouble me and affect me to the point where you know i end up in hospital with an anxiety attack which is what did happen to me at a certain point so that's why I, when i say oh Put yourself first, invest in your health, look after yourself, all that. And I say all that stuff. I really know what I'm talking about because I've had, you know, these experiences that have led me to, you know, a certain point where I, where, you know, I never thought I would be in my life. Um, so yeah, that's something I learned, um, becoming an adult and I wish I knew before that. Um, but it's really hard, especially when you come from a Nigerian household. Um, it's not really Speak about on self. It. Speak it's about it. the community like that you're not like encouraged to you know do your own thing you're, it's like what the family wants what the family needs um so yeah I just I think even like raising my own children you know um eventually I will definitely obviously you're not going to be selfish but I will teach them as well that it's important to look after your own needs as well
1: one of the things you mentioned, and you know, um, I'm so sorry that you had to experience that in terms of your anxiety um, when you're speaking about actually, okay, taking care of yourself and knowing that uh, yes, you're not responsible for other people. Um, that's something again that I've tried to do do more. I've spoken before on my podcast about okay, my self care Sundays, which again, as a guy, as a a young black Christian guy, it's not a lot of it's not something typical you would you would hear from someone like me but um I'm enjoying it in terms of the self-care Sundays whether it's because maybe I have sisters or whatever and I've seen them do it and okay I actually like what they do when it comes to okay their skincare whatever now if I have some some quiet time I'm on YouTube trying to find out okay what should I add to my AM routine and that what, what, you know, what exfoliate or cleanser should I add? So I'm feeling good in the body that God has given me, you know? Um, Okay. If we're we're both of faith and we're understanding that, okay, our bodies are temples or whatever, you know, these things are are good for me to actually look after myself. If you look good, you feel good or whatever. Um, And as well as doing the internal work, of course, you know, these things are just going to make me feel good. And there may not be time when I, in the future, God willing, have children and I'm taking them to school and I'm taking them to football practice and to dance class for me to, you know, um, put on all of my serums and make sure that my trim is looking spicy and all these things because I'll have other <laughs> responsibilities. I'll, yeah. ha- I'll have other responsibilities. So again, like you said, when you're in a position where you don't have as many uh, people that are dependent on, on you, these are the things that I'm going to do um you know one of my my goals and hopefully I'll be able to get there in my my first property that I own my first residential property that I own I would love to have a room just dedicated to just the books that I've read up to that point in my life type of thing Mm -hmm. which will kind of be like a wall of something that I can be proud of and kind of be a legacy of my family that look these are the books that I've read maybe my my wife at the time I've has also kind of read it or invested in so whoever comes into our family be it our children or um, the extended family they can actually take information off that wall and stuff like that so I think beyond that again something that I'm learning is that this journey of adulting and learning and Gaining new information is completely unique. The way I've been able to move forward and find out things about myself will be completely different to how other people are experiencing um, adulthood or are adulting. So in my yeah. journey, I've realised that really it doesn't really benefit benefit me if I'm just preying other people in a in a way that's negative that doesn't really Um, produce good things Um, it's about learning from other people people's mistakes learning how other people do things humbling myself checking myself make sure that my heart's in the right place and then Mm. moving forward making sure I connect with people always being able to listen be a student of life and that that's really how I plan to progress
0: definitely um in my list of things that I said I was going to talk about, exactly what you just said is exactly what I was going to even talk about. Um, in terms of for me, um, not judging myself based on someone else's timeline and looking at what they're doing, but instead of focus, instead focusing on what I'm doing and what my passions are, what my um, what I what I want to accomplish is. Um, and then also I would also say um, one thing I really really learned, especially this year, because I'm someone who doesn't like to ask for help. I'm someone who wants to give off the air that I can do all things that um um that I'm able that I'm capable um one thing I really learned especially this year is um it's okay to ask for help like this year is the year that I learned this for like for like for real for real for real Mm -hmm. I learned it's okay it's actually all right like you know just because you're asking for help doesn't mean you're weak doesn't mean you know you can't do things doesn't mean you're not able you know it doesn't take away from you at all if anything it shows how strong you are it shows that you're someone who's smart who wants to work smarter not harder um I, like this year I'm gonna be because I, I didn't think I would be I didn't think I would want to be but I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep it real you know on this let's, keep it, I'm keep, it, streets, I'm let's gonna, keep it real for the be, streets man let's
1: keep it real for the streets I'm going
0: to be, I'm going to keep it vulnerable on this episode. Like guys, part of the reason why I've been so inconsistent lately, especially with the episodes and seen this year, is honestly, because I've been going through, um, you know, some serious things with my health. Um, and for me, in this moment, I've just felt so helpless and just felt so lost. And I've honestly, I've never, I've never been at this kind of position. I like, I'm someone that is relatively healthy. I'm someone who is relative, very independent. You know, I, I, I hustle. I do things myself. I, 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 you know what I mean. I strive hard. I work hard. I'm someone who, you know, I take life, you know, seriously, and I, I, I do what I need to do. But this year, I've just felt so helpless I felt so weak I felt so um low that it um it's just honestly been a lot for me um so that's like that's the mother like the main reasons why you know this I'll say even like with the podcast and creating content and I've just been ghosting and disappearing you know it's because I'm actually just not in the <laughs> the right frame of mind and not in the best place um but even with that one thing I've had to do is you know speak to the specialists um you know speak to the doctors that can help me um you know have counseling um speak to family members you know just get help in some form especially you know being away from my family you know in a different country I've just had to this year I just had to be so 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 intentional about making sure that you know despite being distant physically, I'm not distant emotionally that I'm checking up on people. Um, I'm inviting people into my life. I'm, you know, doing virtual hangouts with my friends. I'm just reaching out to make sure that everyone else is okay. Um, so yeah, guys, honestly, one thing I will definitely say is, you know, when you need help, you know, it's okay to ask people for help. It's okay to reach out. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to, you know, yeah, just seek the help that you need and, you know, um, use it as a way to, you know, just invest in yourself and to to make yourself better and to become a better a better version of you, really. Um, Yeah, so that's what I would say with my journey this year, God, I did not think I was going to become this vulnerable and this real on the pod, but it's just been, I'm sure a lot of people can relate that 2020 has been one of those crazy, crazy years yeah. um that, like, i've never experienced anything like this and i hope to never ever experience anything like
1: this amen amen amen
0: (laughs) but yeah and yeah that's i think those are the um lessons i've learned along the way um you know becoming an adult um and earlier you're talking about you know the mistakes that you've made um what like mistakes would you say what are some like key things that you've made mistakes that you've made and what have you learned from those mistakes
1: Um, Key mistakes in adulting, I would say, is something that that you mentioned about one, not not fully understanding that if I do put others before myself, that means I'm setting myself back. So, Mm. okay, we have close people around us, we have uh, friends, we have family. Um, when you have certain good traits, people are always going to want to, you know, out of sometimes good outside of maybe sometimes neediness or whatever, they're always going to want to take, 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 but we need to understand that, or I had to understand I'm not, um, infinite being, I'm not God. You can't take, be taken and then still expect the whole of Anthony to be present if you're always taking if there's multiple people drawing from Anthony at the same time um, at a rate that is um, not the same as how Anthony's actually pouring back into himself, then Ant- Anthony's going to feel empty. Anthony's yeah. going to experience burnout. Anthony won't be able to perform well at work. Anthony's going to be turning up late to work. Uh, Anthony's going to be uh, moody or not want to pick up your cause because Anthony's yeah. just feeling away. Anthony may not want to pick up the, the Bible or the prayer life may be getting a bit higgy because he hasn't um, forgiven himself because he's not at a certain level of productivity that he normally is. So yeah. all of these things, um, again, this, this, this has occurred before, but even to a great extent in 2020 and it's something that I'm learning. I can't be everything to everyone because at the same time I can't, that means I'm just going to be no- nothing to myself. There'll be nothing left for for me. Um, and I've, I've spoken about this before, how out of all the relationships I have, um, excluding God, of course, I'm always going to be with me. So if I'm not cool, if I'm not straight, if I'm not doing the things I need to do just to maintain and for me to be in a good space, I'm not even going to be able to help people when I when I want to, when I choose to, because... There'll be certain deficits within, whether it be my, my spirit, my emotions, my flesh that I haven't actually solved or attended to. Um, yeah. And it reminds me of something that um, I wrote, but I never released. It was kind of like a short, a short uh, poetry thing. Um, people that listen to the podcast know that I kind of drop these things every now and again. So I thought, rah, let me just say it quick. Um, and I think if I can find it quickly, it was something that I spoke about, um, actually being about kind of, um, toxic masculinity, but it ties into what we, or what I just spoke about. I'll try to find it. Give me a moment. Okay. Oh, I'll just do off the top. I'll just do off the top. Um, So it went like this, Um, they call you many names, they call you toxic, sold girls dreams for greed and profit, no response, no Ls, no losses, just receipts for greed and profit, her state of trust crumbled to dust, fear in her eyes too cautious for love, another body for the culture just because, it's easier to bleed than to heal your cuts. Wow. And that was off the the top. I couldn't really find it on my phone, but that was something that came out of my spirit in the the form of uh, toxic masculinity, how in in what I just mentioned, as a result of the man in question, not dealing with what he had inside himself in terms of maybe his hurt, maybe being rejected, he then used a woman to satisfy his own pleasure to the mm. detriment of that woman. Now, again, the trauma is passed on to her. Now she's in a, a a place that she's not gonna trust the next person in her life because of how this man dealt with her. But that man's only like that because he hasn't healed from what he's experienced maybe. Um. So that goes back to what I mentioned before, because if you're hurt, you're just gonna hurt somebody else. Exactly. That's something that, that I've, I've learned this year. You can't move forward if you haven't healed. Um, So part of knowing that, okay, yes, me again. If I really back to what I started at the stop at at the start, me if I know that I can't be hundred percent for myself, um, if I'm giving myself to everybody else, I need to understand that when I have done too much, I need to forgive. I need to say, Anthony, it's okay. You, You made a mistake. But we're going to move forward. If I don't have that conversation with myself, if I don't have that internal conversation, then I'm just going to hurt somebody else, or that may manifest in a in a way that's going to be detrimental to my future my future relationships, uh, or my how productive I, I want to be in a in a season when I, when that season does expect me to work harder, um, etc. Um, so yeah, that's something that I just thought I would share
0: thank you so much for sharing that um I'd say a mistake that I made you know um in adulthood or yeah just becoming an adult I would say for me is not pursuing my dreams with a professional mindset sooner so in terms of like um just being very relaxed and thinking that I have all the time of the world to accomplish things. And let's be honest, we don't have all the time in the world. Yes. You know, your twenties are a time of experiment, a time of learning, a time of growth, a time of just trying things out and, you know, doing different things. But I think, you also have to remember to also invest into your passions and, you know, hobbies and the things that, you know, inspire you, the things that, you know, you know, make you excited to wake up in the morning. And anyone that knows me knows that all my life, uh, something that I've always been passionate about is personal growth. So I just thought to myself that like, this would be the best time, you know, to talk pursue these dreams to to work hard at these things you know whether it be you know having a podcast or writing a book whatever it is that I wanted to do it, this was the best time to pursue it seriously and to actually make something out of it so that's something I learned um you know becoming an adult and then I would say as well um in terms of like relationships I would say one thing I learned is, um, or one mistake I made, you know, was going into a relationship thinking that like I could change someone. I, you know, and if you guys have listened to previous episodes, um, oh, we've you know listened. That. We've listened. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 will, you will have heard <laughs> the stories, <laughs> the madness, the heartbreak. <laughs> you would have heard everything. Um, and it's only something I wish, I wish I could have avoided. Let's just put it that way. And I think sometimes we bring heartbreak on ourselves and we break our own hearts and cause issues for ourselves, doing things that we know damn well we have no place doing. Let's be honest. Um, that relationship was a relationship. I, I had no place to be I had no place to be in that relationship. Um and to think that you can change another human being when, you know, me, myself, I'm not, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't have my life altogether. You know, if I was ever going to change someone, it would not be at that age. Um, So, that, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just honestly, yeah, I just learned so much from it, although it was a, A difficult experience it was a stressful experience it's an experience that I don't want you know any of my sisters to go through or any of my friends to go through it is something that um you know is important to realize that if someone doesn't have what you want in the beginning leave it it's not by force it's better to be single than to settle for something that is not completely right for you um in the, um, previous episode, I was talking with my sister about, you know, rejection and all that stuff. And, um, one thing I did say, you know, was that I gave the, the analogy of, you know, the Golden Locks story. Is it Golden Locks? I think it's Golden Locks. Was it Red Riding Hood? I don't know. One of them where, you know, they had porridge and one was too hot, one was too cold, one was just right. And yeah. I think part of, you know, you know dating and getting to know um the opposite sex or you know getting to know people is realizing that it's okay to ha- you know find someone that's just right for you mm-hmm. that you don't you don't have to try and mold someone to be this person that you want them to be you know well, yes,
1: I, you're saying we don't need to do a no pottery work no
0: <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> we're not trying to you know build we're not building people here no 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 okay. try and find someone who. <laughs> it's best try and find someone who's what you want at that moment that to try and be changing them because think about it from your perspective as well how would you want would you, how would you feel if you were dating someone and you know things that you liked interests that you had um attributes that you had they're trying to change you they're trying to mold you they're trying to make you to be something like you're not you would hate the person you would hate the yeah, relationship you're gonna
1: end up resenting them
0: exactly exactly um so yeah it's just really important so when you are dating people when you are you know thinking about something long term um if the person is not it then it's, it's fine it's okay um it's okay to be single um Cause even like, I put, I say I put a lot of pressure on myself as well. Cause like, I've someone, I'm someone that when I was younger, I was like, ooh, I'm going to be married by 25. I'm going to be this by this age, that by this age. So I always put pressure on myself with the timeline. I was like, okay, cool. In order to do this, I must work, work backwards and think when, at what point I need to meet the right person. And when you do that, you set yourself up for failure because you think, oh, um, just cause this person is my life at this moment. Then surely it must it must be destiny it must be the right person it must do you know what I mean it must it must be what God wants and in reality no it's not it's not because you haven't listened to God you haven't waited on what waited to hear what God wants for you you haven't you know done your due gil- diligence by making sure you do your research on a person by making sure you ha- ask the right conversations um so yeah that is what I have learned being an adult) Ooh. know we haven't really talked about relationships Anthony but what would you say Mm -hmm. like in terms of like relationships I I love to talk about relationships yeah I like to as well you know
1: I'm I'm always (laughs) trying to learn more about um how to navigate that space you know it's a big part of adulting
0: exactly like what is one thing you've learned about relationships being an adult
1: one thing I've learned about relationships are we talking about romantic or platonic or
0: uh, we can do romantic, um, and then platonic. Maybe okay. Uh,
1: romantic first. Hmm. For me, it would be, or oh, let me check my affirmations because this is something that, <laughs> so these things, um, more, more days than not, I refer back to, and they're just things that I just repeat to myself. Um, just to again, make sure that my mindset is where it needs to be. And I'm keeping myself accountable to, um, kind of my best version of myself. Um, And I I just call them rules and there's loads of them. Um, So one thing I would say from that is you don't end up at a place where you desire, you end up at a place you crave. Um, Who has the remote to your attraction? So that's something that um, I have kind of been learning that one, like you mentioned, being single is okay and you can still desire to be in a relationship and still operate as a single person. So with with me, okay, I'm single now and I desire to be in a relationship. Just because I'm not there yet, it doesn't mean that I can't enjoy the things or the season that I'm in now. Um, and I, I was speaking to a family member about this before when, when we're talking about, okay, so what are we supposed to be doing now when, when we're not kind of in a relationship? Um, and it's just about preparing and it's not preparing specifically for that relationship. It's just about all the things that were spoken about, doing the things that you need to do to develop yourself. So um, at that appointed time, when that person does meet you, that person's meeting meeting the, the best version of you. The best version yeah. of you that has spent time working on themselves, spending time on their interests, their career, getting better with money and all these things. Not because they want to specifically get into a relationship, of course, that's there, but you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it because you love and you value yourself first. Exactly. And the second point of that, I said, who has the the who has the remote of your attraction? Um, on my journey of, of growth as a young man type of thing, I've understood that. Especially being a Christian, I always have a decision. I have a decision to operate in the flesh or operate in the in the spirit. Um one of the episodes I just called it IRS spirit or IS flesh for um our the iPhone listeners and the audience, then then they'll know <laughs> what I'm going. <clears throat> um I always have a decision and I, I have responsibility to check myself with the things mm. that I do desire or the things that I am attracted to, because sometimes they may not come from good places. Um, although I'm a, I'm a human or although, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, sp- I'm a spirit. That spirit is in a human body. That, that spirit is in a body that is in, in the world. I'm influenced by a culture and the things that I listen to, I see and experience. So when it comes to um, kind of desiring someone um, romantically, what I'm attracted to can easily be influenced fully by culture if I don't check myself on and have the conversation of why do I like what I like? Is what I like um, a good thing and and, and all these things? So um, I can become comfortable with my truth. Um, On the other side, in terms of platonic friends, uh, platonic um, friendships, um, I would say... Wait, could you remind me of the question again? It it's just flew out of my mind. <laughs> my bad.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, what have you learned about um, relationships being an adult?
1: Um, yeah. So o- on that side, and I, I think it relates to both, how I see it anyway, is I should dedicate myself to invest in relationships that simultaneously invest in me
0: okay so, so okay.
1: It, yeah now now, now, now <laughs> we're podding podding now we're podding podding <laughs> so it goes back to what we've spoken about but again i am not god i'm a i'm mm. the creation of god but i'm not god himself if you wanted to take 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 from god god can allow you to do that but me i'm, I'm not god you know if if you take 80 percent of anthony there's only going to be 20 percent left um, so the relationships that now, okay, I'm of a certain age that whoever is in my life, I've chosen them to, to, to be that to this extent, apart from my family, if you're in my life, you're in my life because I want you there. So if you're going to be in my life, there should be a, um, you know, think of a tennis match when the book, when the ball is going back and forth, when you're helping me in certain area, um, you being the the best, you, you're also, um, sorry, if that person's helping me. I'm also help helping them. And it's um in science, they call it this like a symbiotic relationship. So to go sciencey on them, man. But yeah, I just had to hit them with that term. It's a relationship that both people were benefiting from, were benefiting from from this one thing, this this one union, this one friendship. And sometimes in life, of course, you know, we're, we're all human. Uh, one person can be giving a bit more because of they're in a certain season or whatever. Yes, that's when we have to be humble. That's when we have to operate in love. But we all need to know our, our limits as human beings to say, okay, yeah. this is too much for me. Um, this level, this friendship, this is at um, we're operating at a 10. I'm going to have to reduce the the vim to about a seven right now, okay, for for the ongoing future. At some point we may have to review, okay, the Vim can go back to a young, um, I don't know, 9.5, but I have to make these adjustments because I have to protect myself. I have to make these adjustments because I have to protect my heart. I need to guard my heart. Out of the heart froze the the issues of life, as it says in in the Bible. I have to make these things um, important and prioritize them or else these things are going to act to my detriment. These relationships uh, are going to be double-edged swords, and I'm the one that's going to be injured. Then you have things people people wonder why, um, um, even in 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 the in the church or in the Black Christian community, there's still remnants of toxic masculinity. There's still yeah. there's still issues about. Um, people who maybe they wanna commit to celibacy, for example, um, but at the same time, they're they're struggling and they're giving into their flesh. Or Mm -hmm. people that you see that maybe they're portraying a certain image of themselves, they're not actually doing um, what what they're saying, they're not practicing what they preach. Um, And again, it relates to what we talked about, again, not um, healing yourself, and as a result, these things are leading to uh, trauma that we manifest in different ways. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm an advocate of. My, my close people, when I'm when I'm giving them stuff, it may not even be in the same way, but it's a relationship that we're both benefiting from. Those are relationships that I want now. These are the relationships that I want in the future. Even people, for example, I've even met you yet, but from when I've made contact with you, type of thing, I, from my side anyway, you know, whenever you need something, I try to give you what, what you need to the best of my ability. Or if I can't help you directly, I'll say, okay, maybe you should maybe look into this or look into that. Um, and it's a thing where okay, we're both benefiting from um, the resources or skills or experience that we that 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 we bring to the table. So, yeah, that's a major thing for me.
0: Finally, I wanted to talk about parenting and the things our parents did when we were younger that we now understand as adults. Because I think it's important to, you know, reflect on, you know, how we were, you know, parent is it parented? Is that a term? I don't even know. How we were, is parented a word?
1: Um, I can neither confirm or deny <laughs> <laughs> um i'm up, yeah yeah I, I'm not too sure to be honest, I don't think so okay. Okay,
0: I'm a, not a parent no you know what I'm making this a word, but um <laughs>
1: don't worry we' will we'll add it to the to the podcast dictionary.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm I'm social parented is a word. I'm gonna find out after this episode. But um I think it's important to reflect on how we were parented, um, in order to then see what what how it affects us, how it affects us as adults and you know things that we've learned from our parents. Um in that for me, I wanted to just talk about, you know, I guess, you know, if, things I didn't understand about you know life that you know my parents would tell me or make me do that you know now I completely understand why they make me do it and you know I I get it now and in that one of the things that my parents wouldn't let me do is go um for sleepovers. So I couldn't go around to people's houses and stay overnight. Mm. And I used to wonder, I was like, what like what kind of enemy of progress, you know, doesn't want me to go and enjoy my best life as a twelve year old, thirteen year old, you know, whatever nine year old.
1: Nigerian parenting manual. Uh, section
0: five <laughs> no sleepovers that was not sleepover literally yeah. um I just thought they were just just didn't want me to enjoy my life and for me I'm all about enjoyment I'm all about living life to the fullest and I just thought why why can't I you know go to sleep with why can't I spend time with my friends and all that stuff um but I've quickly learned as an adult um you know that let's be honest I know the world is a very 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 scary place and not everyone is to be trusted Mm -hmm. and one thing my parents my parents drilled into me was the importance of you know making sure that you are selective about the people that you're around because for example let's say let's just give like an example let's say they let you know, someone, let let's, let me go and stay around someone's house and then something happened in the house, whose fault, whose fault would it be? Who would the blame lie on? Who yeah. would feel the most pain out of it? Who would be affected by it the most? The it parent. would be the parent. Yeah. Honestly, and... Yes, obviously, you know, th- there's people that you do grow to trust with time. And, you know, you do grow to feel like you can leave them around your children. Um, But especially working in the healthcare field and, you know, being so invested, because I'm quite someone that's quite interested in um um women and female, female women and child women and child abuse. Like I'm quite like interested, interested in that, in that, just seeing all these stories of things that have happened and, you know, things that, you know, things that, things that you wouldn't even people, things that you wouldn't even like be able to comprehend. It's just made me realize that actually, you know, although at the time I thought it was the worst thing ever, like I'm actually somewhat in a way, I'm actually glad I didn't, you know, I I didn't do those things. I'm glad my parents didn't, you know, let me just be free to roam around, to come home, anytime I wanted to come home, I had a curfew. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, they were quite like, you know, they were quite like structured in a way they raised us. So you have, you have, you come around a certain time, you know, you don't go around to people's houses and stay there, you know, at nighttime, all this kind of things. I'm I'm glad, you know, they raised me in that way. Um, And another thing I would say is not being able to eat junk food. That is, to me, that is. (laughs) Wait,
1: wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. (laughs) You didn't eat junk food when you were a child.
0: I will tell. I know it. I know. I can remember the first time I had McDonald's. Oh, I wow. tell you, the time. I promise you, we How there was old? no junk food in my house. I think I'm pretty sure I was 11. I'm pretty sure I was 11. Wow, but your text
1: was. What's have been doing the zonzo in that
0: day? You know what? When you go off the secondary you nah. <laughs> and the freedom, i nah. You know, like my parents were. They're not. They're not like health freaks. Then my mom is not like, do you know what I mean? My mom is mm. not my mom, is my mom not understands the importance of health, but she's not like wild with this. She's not like, oh, you must eat uh what's it called? I don't know. A vegan diet and oh, Broccoli and then and- no, she's courgettes. not like that. But we just didn't have we didn't have junk until I think as we grew older, yeah, obviously, you know, you, you have more impact and you can kind of buy what you want in the house and mm. you know, more freedom. But you know all this ordering pizza eating takeaway eating mcdonald's maku now no it didn't happen <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> and i think that's why when i went off to uni and i saw you can order pizza to your house when you i saw
1: in the movie
0: i was like whoa i said wow i said, wow. I, said I really believe i really wow.
1: did
0: <laughs> I would say online food delivery is the enemy of progress. My funds, <laughs> Anthony. If I tell you how fam, much I've spent, U- Uber this, Eats yeah, is, not, is
1: not our friends, boy. They're not Uber our friends.
0: Eats delivery, just the all of them. You guys are enemies. Yeah,
1: enemies <laughs> of progress. EP.
0: <laughs> what about you? What would you say? Something that you've learned about your parents?
1: Um, it's pretty much the same, to be honest, in terms of. I think our parents are very similar, probably, you know, of the same generation where okay, they they're having children in England. Maybe their perspective is, oh, we don't want these children to be running up and down how to scale are, and putting us in a compromising position that, oh, we can't work or this or that. So they just went over the top because they didn't have a a previous um Uh, kind of generation to say okay look this is how we should raise them there were it was trial and error for them really they were maybe talking to their friends or seeing how one family does it the Olu somethings does it or the Ade somethings do their children and say, okay cool I'm going to take a little bit from here a little bit from here but it was kind of maybe over the years that they realized okay cool Um, it's good for the children, once they reach a certain age to start going out with their friends, Um, they can go to this area or that area or stay out to this time um, and then just build it gradually. But again, for me, when I was younger, I didn't, I would say maybe, I don't know, when it, again, maybe, I'm trying to think what age, when I was like maybe uh, nine to like 10 or something like that, when my age group were going out or going to parties or doing all these things, I, I wasn't one, my, it's not that I couldn't go. It's just that without even asking, I, I knew that my, that my parents wouldn't be on it. So it's one of them ones where you don't even, you don't even ask at the time, but I don't hold any resentment because I'm thankful that I, I didn't go because if I did, then, um, I I may not be walking a um a path of celibacy, it may be a path of um abstinence. Um mm. I'll leave you and your listeners to kind of understand what that means. Um because what people were doing at the time was was kind of was all, all these things type of thing. Um be it kind of okay, um, I don't know, their first relationships or Um, their first introduction to kind of narcotics and all these things at parties or or alcohol. Um, And then, you know, with most first experiences or first encounters, you're most likely to go over the top or past a certain uh, level. So thankfully I wasn't there. Um, Other things it was like, I never really had like these kind of game consoles or stuff like that. Um, which now I, I'm probably, I'm happy about that, to be honest, because one, every time a new FIFA something called PS this or all of that come, I just, I just blind the eyes. I I couldn't, I couldn't be bothered to be honest. So Mm. on that side, maybe I'm, I'm saving some peas or not being interested in it on that side. Um, but regardless of those two things, I know that when I am in a position, hopefully to have a a child and a family one day, I'm going to take what I've learned, what I've experienced and try to set my own new kind of family legacy or parenting style. Um, And me being here, being grown up here, I should be able to do things in a bit more of an effective way, knowing that, okay, I kind of know how the system works and I know kind of the pressures that young people here um are kind of exposed to so yeah
0: yeah definitely I can completely relate with you know, parents being strict and you know just being sheltered honestly and I think my it didn't help my matter as well going to uh, all girls um catholic school you know when mm. I, I think when I because I I think I went like the opposite extremes because I went from going to an all girls Catholic um, secondary school to going to a uh, university in Brighton, which is obviously known as, you know, mm-hmm. the, the hub. Yeah. I've <laughs> the, played rugby there. <laughs> the hub of inter- interesting things. That's yeah, what I was saying. Yeah, very interesting
1: um, things. Just I think I'm up. pretty
0: sure. I think, I, I, I think of Brighton as, like, the Vegas of the UK. Like, mm. you know, that kind of vibe where it's, like, it's supposed to be, like, fun, energetic, you know, you, you live free, you do whatever you want to do. You know, people take drugs, you know, people do... People, people just live freely and they don't care. Free with the sexuality and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I remember first seeing, seeing weed for the first time. I said, this. <laughs> I said, what is this?
1: Is this a weed... <laughs>
0: i was like what is this plant i said i don't i I said i promise you i was like i don't know what's going on oh my gosh i'm not involved i'm good love you guys enjoy it (laughs) it's crazy Oh, honestly and i just you know what like i am just so so grateful to my parents like i even stuff like for example like the way a household is you know managed like you know cleaning like we used to do like chores every Saturday you know we were cooking from quite early on so I know how to cook well we you know had a like a life of structure I'm so grateful to my parents because honestly God knows what I would have become now if I was let let um let free to do whatever I wanted to do yeah. and to run wild to ask
1: in their words to be gallivanting up and down <laughs>
0: exactly exactly so like where are you going to, to your house mom was like is it why are you, why why must you always go to your friend's house you let, the, let your friends come to your house
1: i've they seen your own house
0: <laughs> and I, used to be, I used to just be crying i'm like mom please i don't go anywhere my life is so boring but honestly Mom, Uh, mom, I say thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, shout out mom, shout out mom, shout out mom, and shout out dad as well. You know, yeah, shout
1: out mom and dad, man.
0: (laughs) This world is a madness, and you know people are doing wild things out there. And I believe that my parents have raised amazing children. So clearly, you know, something they've done something right because we are all doing very well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah, when I hear of crazy stories like a 15 year old being, being, um, being on weed and, you know, being addicted to weed. I'm just like, yeah, no, mm. this is, this is, this is not, this is not it. This is not, you know, this is not the way to, you know, live. Um, and you just imagine your parents coming all the way from Nigeria to, you know, come and give you a better <laughs> life. And, <laughs> and this is how you want to repay them. <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just reminded me of, um, to you know that video, um, when uh, it was, like, it was the first prank, first African uh, uh, parent prank on YouTube. And the guy was like, um, he told his dad that, um, he got his 14 year old friend or whatever pregnant, and he was like, Pregnant, you know, you can not be persecuted <laughs> <kidder> for that. <laughs> they always think oh, of the worst that. case <laughs> scenario, but. You know, exactly. we have to be thankful that okay, despite <laughs> sometimes of them going a bit overboard, we've been able to get to a stage where okay, we know how to be sensible when we now have the freedom and make our decisions. When I I look at a lot of people, people I know, friends of friends, a lot of us were working, we have a career, and we're also doing things outside of the career at the same time. That that shows that that's that's a some somebody that you know, knows how to manage time to a certain extent. Um, they have multiple gifts. So these are the people that they've raised. So we just have to be thankful, you know, and as they do get older, because they're still growing up, they're still adulting as well. Um, as I try to remind um, my my younger siblings, we have to be a bit more empathetic to them and kind of communicate more and keep them up to speed of, about, okay, look, this is how things are, or these, this is how, um, you know, you can maybe take this decision here and stuff like that um, and just help each other forward because, you know, it's easy to forget that our parents are still adulting, If you get, if you get what I mean. Mm, it doesn't stop, yeah. you know. When I say, oh, I'm a student of life, when I hit the 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 ages of 60 and beyond by God's grace, I'm still gonna be learning. It's just gonna be, are yeah. we learning something different? Or uh mm. there'll be people more people younger than me teaching me things. So um mm. yeah, that that's what it is to adult really. So yeah. Exactly. That's what it is.
0: Thank you. You really, really put that in a wonderful way. Um do you have any final words you want to say? Any other thoughts?
1: Um well again this has been it's been good. Um You've made me laugh this evening, so um, I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, I would just say, you know, just be easy on yourself when you when you are doing the things that you're doing. It yes, is great to to grow. is It's great to kind of improve yourself and all these things. But at the same time, just know that you know the things that last. There's is is a process. Things good things take time. Um, And that includes yourself, that includes your journey, that includes your growth. Uh, That's something that I always try to remind myself, that good things take time and good things includes me as well. It's not just things Mm. outside of um, Anthony as as an entity, as a person. I'm a good thing. I'm something of value. My process, my growth is going to take time. It may not be as quick as other people, but that shouldn't dishearten me. Set goals, focus on them and just try to move forward, man.
0: Alrighty, thank you, thank you so much for coming on. This has honestly been amazing. I've had such a fun time. We've even talked more than I wanted to talk, but, you know, it has been amazing. Um, thank God, so yeah, thank Thank you God. so much. <laughs> Do you want to plug your um Instagram and your podcast? Yeah,
1: so um, I have a podcast, as I mentioned before, Adulting with Tea Podcast. So that's just adulting, adulting at with tea, adulting with tea podcast. Um, is on Spotify. is on Apple Podcasts. Um, I have episodes out on YouTube as well, and the Instagram. I'm mainly on Instagram. You can follow the podcast account as a Dalton with T podcast. A with T. So yeah, a don't with tea everywhere.
0: Alrighty. Thank you. And guys, make sure you follow the podcast um, on Instagram if you're not following already, because we are, you know, providing content as well on there, Level Up with Lou. And if you have any comments or questions um, about the episodes, you can email me at leveloffwithlou at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought about the episode. And thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Take care, guys. Bye.
1: See ya.